0: Hello everyone, trust your well and your families. This is Leadership Talk with Adigo episode 104, I believe, yes. And I have with me, my friend and my brother from St. Kitts and Nevis, he's a good man, a man that is impacting lives all over the world right now. His name is Dr. Rukewe Ojimegwa.
1: uh how are you today my brother I am doing well I'm doing well I'm blessed and highly favored what about you my dear brother nice to see your face again
0: thank you so much I just want to say I'm humbled by your leadership by your kindness and your authenticity you're showing up at a time when the world needs you uh to add value and uh I love the fact that you're a physician and you're also into leadership, which is quite interesting because I know a lot of physicians are so busy, you know, trying to uh, attend to their patients, but you are, you are, you know, you are living a very, very impactful life. So ladies and gentlemen, once again, my name is Adigo Kea Motela. I'm the host of this podcast, uh, Leadership Talk with Adigo Kea. This is the 104th podcast. And so we're looking at leadership and competence, leadership and competence. How are you my friend just introduce yourself so that our audience all over the world can get to know you yes
1: yeah once again i want to start by saying thank you um sad it's a pleasure to see you again uh my friend turned brother uh very quickly i am uh, the full name is dr ogene rukewe you can call me dr rukewe or dr ruki for short and uh by the grace of god professionally i'm a physician and a medical educator at Windsor University School of Medicine here in Saint Kitts and Nevis, I'm also a learning and development specialist, and um, with the Maxwell team, I'm a certified speaker, trainer, and executive coach, and also a DISC behavioral analysis consultant and trainer. Also by God's grace, I am an ordained assistant pastor with the Redeemed Christ Center of God, and I pastor um, the Providence, the Providence Center here in Saint Kitts. Um, so that's the brief about me. Uh, and it's my pleasure to be on this platform. It's an honor, an honor. I'm so excited to be with my brother here at this moment. Thank you.
0: Wow. I, I didn't know we had something in common. I, I was wondering. You know, I'm also a person reading. Yes,
1: I have seen that. I have seen yeah. that. Well, I've you didn't mention it to me, you kept it under wraps.
0: <laughs> anyway, that's fine. That's fine. Anyway, we are not wearing our pastoral hats this this you know on this session. But we're coming here to just I mean add value and um now tell us uh Rukewe, how did you get into leadership
1: ah, my brother um well i don't even know if i would say i get in, i got into leadership by the grace of god i was literally born into it um i'm wow. the first of i'm the first of and that's why i know that this is something that i can't run away from i'm the first of four children and so from the time the second child was born, my parents, God bless them, started making me bear leadership burdens. So I had to make sure that everything was in place. I led them aright. I had to look into their affairs. And then I noticed as I grew that leadership positions always came to me from my primary school to secondary school to tertiary institution. The more I ran away from them, the more they came. I also noticed that part of my potentials was, you know, empathy emotional intelligence understanding people planning strategy administration so i don't know if to say i got into leadership i was literally born into it so that's why i don't joke with this aspect of my life because i know this is one thing that forms a major part of god's calling for my life thank you Mm.
0: wow wow tell us um, what is leadership to you what is leadership
1: I love the quote of uh, our dear mentor, Dr. John Maxwell, because he summarizes everything. Leadership is someone who knows the way, goes the way, and shows the way. That's that's one one definition of leadership that I love because irrespective of where you find, irrespective of a leadership platform, whether your platform is family or ministry or business or academics, that is what leadership is. A leader Mm. is someone who knows the way, speaking about knowledge, he has gone the way, he has had his own personal success and he's willing to show the way which many leaders don't do which means he's able to empower you and sh- help you succeed yes
0: wow wow you're listening to the man the man that has all the nuggets uh, uh no
1: no you did this. you you i i
0: see you i see you i see you globally and uh what you do even on on linkedin you know, you're not shy to add value. And we meet there every day, almost every day, it was you know, every day. because of time zone, as I'm dropping my own, as I'm going to bed, I'm seeing you <laughs> dropping your nuggets. and Wow. Now we're looking at leadership and competence. You know, this is uh, an area where, um, you know, I know a lot of us, you know, uh, would like to really hone our skills, you know, and grow in that area. Because you can never say you have arrived finally. Of course. And, and you also see a lot of spaces where there's, uh, you know, a lack of competence, if I can say the word. Now, what is competence to you?
1: Beautiful. Thank you so much for that question. Well, I love this definition that competence is the ability to do something successfully or efficiently. The other definition says that it's the ability to do something well and then the capability of performing a task or job effectively. Hmm. That for me wraps up what competence is. Wow. Wow.
0: Wow. Wow. Have you heard about the conscious competence
1: model? Hmm. I have not stumbled into it yet.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, I'll let, I'll let you do your research on it. You know, very interesting. I went for a course in the US um, that was in Minneapolis. Uh, about 12, 12 years ago uh this is i think it's 20 2011 and we were talking about the con- conscious competence model uh yeah you know unconscious competence conscious competence you know um it's just like four four grids and um you know um and he spoke to you know but the one that you know was very interesting was uh the unconscious incompetence. Oh. You don't know that you don't know, and you don't want to know, you oh. know. And if you're around such a person, even if you have so many ideas, the person does not know, the person Very is glad. in ignorance, and it's so it's so challenging sometimes to lead such people. Um, so how do you pull that person up? Uh, such people can. You know be the, the, the one that will drag momentum out of you. Mm, true, I mean, you, you true. Get in, I'm, I'm sure you know you walk in different spaces. Once you get into that space and you want to drive people, and the person shows that Resistance. lack of interest and you know tries to pour some water on your momentum and your life. <laughs>
1: get out of here let's get out can you just can you just just resign already
0: (laughs) so i'll leave you to do some research and even for our listeners because you know we're here to learn now what's the relationship between leadership and competence
1: yes thank you for that question um again going back to those three dimensions of leadership that's talking uh picking it out from dr john Maxwell's definition that a leader is someone who knows the way who goes the way and who shows the way for you to be able to do that you need competence you need mm. competence to 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 get to the ultimate ultimate pinnacle of leadership which is to empower others and mm. i also love to i also want to use this analogy i like to see leadership as i like to liken leadership to the head of the body the human head is the most important part of the body in fact the brain is the most important part of the body because in the law a person is declared dead when they are brain dead. Mm. You can keep the heart functioning, but once the person is brain dead, they are dead. It doesn't matter if the heart is still functioning with life machines. Mm. That's what leadership is. That's why everything rises and falls on leadership. And this is the reason why competence is very important because as a leader, it is my responsibility, it is your responsibility to take people from where they are to where they ought to be. And you need competence to do that. Yeah, that's why leadership is some a leader is somebody who has who knows the way who has gone the way and he's ready and to show the you way. the way you need competence yeah. to do those three so mm. uh I, I would i would end on that point that that for me is the relationship between leadership and comp in any sphere of life in any sphere of life
0: amazing stuff amazing stuff if you just joined us speaking to my friend and my brother from saint Kitts and Nevis. his name is dr rukewe ojimogo and it's Adding value on leadership and competence. Now, I, I want to ask you: uh, um, for though, How can an organization, you know, put competence at the forefront, even in times of, uh, you know, um, leading the employees? How, how can you, how can you put competence in the forefront?
1: Beautiful. Thank you for that question. Of course, the starting point is for the leaders to model competence because everything Mm. arises and falls on leadership. And as a leader, you define the culture of your environment. Mm. Um, Leaders who who are not competent and display their incompetence, it's going to trickle down. Mm. So the leaders of the organization should model competence. They should Mm. show their team members that there is heavy um, emphasis on doing things, not just doing the right things, but doing things in the right way, all right? That's number one. Number two, um, they should employ competence above convenience. There are many organizations that just like to save money unnecessarily. And in the bid to do that, they bring in quacks, all right? you cannot be telling me to be competent and I see you employing people who have no business doing what you're employing them to do, simply because they are connected to you either by tribe or by family. I ain't going to take you seriously. You understand? So the second thing is that the, 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 the organization has to, another way to ingrain it is to employ competence above convenience. Let it be known. If you go to Harvard, you know that if Harvard says this is a Harvard professor, that professor is of high quality. anywhere in the world, and if this person is a Harvard student, when they tell you this person graduated from Harvard, you don't need to ask questions. You know that they went through something because you expect a high level of competence there. The last point I will make in ingredient competence is, the organizations should have, they should tie promotions to developmental milestones. What do I mean? Let me use medicine as a simple instance. In medicine, you finish medical school. For you to finish medical school, there are exams you must pass. For you to do residency, there are exams you must pass to show that you are ready for this. And even for you to do fellowship, which specializes you, makes you a consultant, you must have done your residency too. So there are developmental, you cannot just come from medical school and say you want to become a consultant. It doesn't work like that. All right, Mm. there are certain things you must pass. So in the same thing in the organization, you should have developmental milestones. There are certain productivities that somebody should bring, competencies Mm. that they should have before you can move them from being a worker in the department to being a leader to be in the HR, to be in this, to be in that. And people should see that you are following this system, not just cutting corners. So these are just few things I want to share with my Now,
0: brother. I just want you to, uh, you know, I'm really enjoying this. This is great stuff, great value. I'm enjoying to, it too, my dear brother. I also want to thank our listeners from all over the world that have tuned in to join us. Um, this is really good stuff. Now, um, how can a leader grow ease or competence?
1: oh beautiful thank you so much for that question um so i'm going to start with this there is the technical side depending on whatever you do okay the first thing the leader wants to do is to give himself to training okay training there's there's no competence revolves around three major things and I'm going to say that the first one is training so for instance as a medical doctor I have to have to go through the school go through this go through different systems it's different for an engineer it's different for an architect it's different even for a pastor There are trainings you can't just tell me God called you into ministry and because you can put one or two verses together therefore you are an expert what do you know about ministry management what do you know about church building what do you know about church planting what do you know about finances of the church well, even preaching as simple as preaching is there is homiletics What do you know about homiletics? So give yourself to training. That's number one. Mm. Number two, apprenticeship. You can't be competent without practice. Mm. It's it's not possible. You can't be competent without practice. In my medical field, you need to do apprenticeship. That is what the internship period is for. That is what the residency period is for. That is the second pillar of competence. Practice. Apprenticeship. All right, so you must give yourself to practice. Practice makes perfect, like they say. The third pillar of competence is feedback, all right? Which is, as I practice, and this is where mentorship comes into play. I have mentors. Who are the people that are looking into me? Who have gone ahead of me? Who can tell me, okay, this was good, but you should do it this way. You should improve this way. Because Mm. that is the cycle of competence. You Mm. learn, you practice, you get feedback, go back, improve. Learn, practice, get feedback, go back, improve until you become a master. The other things I will just quickly add because of time is study books as a leader. And when I mm. say study books, don't just limit yourself to your professional. Like as a doctor, I study books on relationship. I study books on leadership. I study a manner of things because being competent is not just about the technical aspect. A doctor who is having marital problems, he can behave in a very incompetent way. Mm. If he's going through a messy divorce because he could not keep his home front well, he will be very scattered and you know distracted in the hospital. So being competent is a whole range of things. It's not just about the technical aspect. There is a, if you are in trouble, financial debt, and the debtors have come with police because you could not manage your finances well, mm. you will not think straight. So there's the financial aspect. So, so study books be vast. And then the last point I would just add to that is um, network. So in addition to having mentors, Mingle with people outside your field. It helps to broaden your horizon. It helps to widen wow. your mind.
0: Wow, Doc, this is yeah, you're, you're frying on all cylinders. This is a virtual <laughs> engine, you know. <laughs> Honestly, I'm Super loaded. Honestly, I'm humbled. You. you know, because uh, you know, the truth is, you know, I, I, I'm just I, like I told you, I'm a work in progress. Just before we came yes, on, you know, my journey has been quite interesting. You know. Um, Back in the day in my primary school, I came last. Uh, My my university, I did a course that I had to do four times, cost accounting. I carried it over. Then I finished with a third class, you know. And uh, people had already boxed me, put me in a particular box, you know. And so years later, you know, uh, to the glory of God, I have an MBA, I have an MA, oh, you know, City University Business School, I'm showing up wow, as a leadership beautiful. coach, and, you know, but it's not always been like that, you know, so I appreciate what it is, you know, about competence, you know, and even, you know, I continue to grow, learn new things, you know, get into different spaces, uh, try and, you know, learn from people like yourself and others, you know, in the Maxwell team, you know I've uh, been privileged to collaborate with a lot of people so it's a journey it's a journey to the glory of God God has been faithful now I want to ask you the next next question which is um what what's the consequence of of a leader not being competent
1: Hmm. (sighs) terrible But let me start off by saying, I too am a work in progress. So let me let your listeners know, I am by no means, <laughs> I am by no means a top guru in leadership. We are yeah. all work in progress. And that's the beautiful thing about the GMT team. You are, you, you, you are proud to know that you don't know it all. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Incompetence. Um, if you don't mind, and if your viewers don't mind, I, I want to use my beloved country. I'm not going to mention the name because it's 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 it's, <laughs> it's 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 and i'm telling you it's it's one of the reasons it's a pain point for me because leadership is, a, is one of my pain points as well in addition to being a potential so the first danger um of incompetence is an incompetent leader and i'm talking speaking from my med with the medical lens on an incompetent leader will not spot problems easily an incompetent doctor will not be able to tell when he's seen certain signs in the patient that this is the disease this patient probably has, they will waste all the time. And it's the same thing with our life. Look at that. Look at my dear country an, in, an incompetent leader will not spot problems easily. You, you end up spending so much resources doing, solving things that are solving problems that are not problems <clears throat> because you are not, you're not competent. You, you, you are, you're wasting time backing at a tree that has nothing to do with your issues. You okay? All right. So for instance, I know of an organization where there is a high turnover rate and the leaders do not even care. Hmm. You leave, we just hire somebody. In one year, they can lose like three staff. Wow. And nobody's asking any question. All right. That's incompetence right there. So they are spending money hiring people and not even spotting the problem. You are thinking hmm. that it's probably the work is, is too small. The next hmm. issue is an, inc- incompetence, an incompetent leader cannot provide the right solution to problems wow it's one thing to know the problems another thing to know the solution wow again speaking from a medical lens an incompetent doctor may know that okay fine you have flu but he may go and be prescribing for you something that is probably (laughs) for arthritis you know and ends up killing you
0: sorry sorry to interject you know way back some years back you know in one of these european countries you know uh, i was living at the time and you know I, i went to do you know like urine tests and uh, you know, I, I went to get my results, and, and the doctor said, "Oh, your blood is so so." I said, ah, "What blood? You know, what are you talking about?" <laughs> I
1: think you read. so go ahead. Yeah. yeah, so that's it. it. It don't provide the right solutions to. it don't, An incompetent leader cannot provide the right solutions, and you see it in our country. All right. the other time and i'll just say quickly I move on to the third point there was a time where a senator came out to say that the solution to our girls going over to another country to prostitute was that we should make prostitution legal in the country and i'm like are you are you are you not like did they tell you that prostitution is their passion that's why they're going to another country instead of you to talk about improving the standard of education and giving them jobs you are talking about legalizing prostitution so that you can sleep with another person's daughter you know so that's a, that's that's a that's a sign of incompetence they don't provide the right solutions to problems the third thing is an incompetent leader does not ask the right questions Mm. Great people ask good questions. Again, mm. looking through the medical lens, as a physician, if I'm sit- if you're a patient is sitting in front of me and they are saying, oh, this is the, con- this is the concern I came with, I should be able to tell- ask you the right questions. Mm. I should be able to ask you the right, if you tell me you have problems with your reproductive system, I'm not supposed to be asking you questions pertaining to your leg. Except if I'm going to get something from that question, so mm. great people ask great questions. Incompetent leaders don't know the right questions to ask, and that is why they end up solving problems that are not problems. Uh, let me go on, so that I don't speak too much time. The next thing is, incompetent leaders, of course, because they can't spot the problems easily, they don't provide the right solutions. They end up wasting time and resources. You end up wasting time and resources, and time is the currency Mm -hmm. of life. And the last one, if if I may, is incompetence. An incompetent leader is going to eventually cause hardship. It's going to cause pain and destruction of lives and properties.
0: Wow! 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 This is I wish we had all the time because there's so much you know energy. energy. I I just want to celebrate you. (laughs) This is leadership talk with and we're looking at leadership and competence. And for those who are going to listen to the replay um i'm speaking with my friend and my brother from saint Kitts and Nevis. his name is dr rukewe wojimogwa and he's adding so much value is a fellow maxwell certified coach speaker and trainer and he's a transformational leader and there's also a physician He's a lecturer uh, i believe so in the is a windsor university uh, school, yeah, yeah windsor university school of medicine so is uh, showing up massively, touching lives all over the world. Now, I have two more questions um, so that we can you know, wrap up because I know you're very busy. You have a very busy schedule. Now, how can the culture of competence be ingrained in leadership?
1: Okay, the culture so, of competence. Th- thank you so much for that. Um, so, again, it starts from the top. I think the main thing is people, the leaders, the people who define the culture of the environment should show team members by their actions that it pays to be competent. Hmm. It doesn't pay to cut corners. Hmm. It doesn't pay to shortchange people. Hmm. It pays to know what you are doing and do it well with a heart of service. Wow. And that's the summary because that in itself, comes up with so many other things that that organization can do because of time i'll just summarize it with that heading. show your people that it pays to be competent so for instance wow. don't promote incompetent people don't employ incompetent people don't don't create policies that show competence is a big deal and i'm going to pause it there because of time wow wow wow
0: so much now now we have uh, the second to the last question before we wrap who are your mentors? Because you know the way you are adding so much value. I know that this is not just accidental. There's been a trajectory of you know learning, and I know like you said, it's still work in progress. Uh, one of our mentors is uh, John C. Maxwell. You know, he's yes. been in the leadership space for about 50 years. John has written several books. You know, and it's still growing. John mm, will tell you that you know right. there's there's the A word that you shouldn't accept, and that A word is average. You know so and i know you're you're not an average person you're you know you're just above and beyond tell us who are your who are your mentors
1: well it's 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 tied because you can't have the only person who is self-sufficient and all sufficient is god so i can't Mm. i can't get everything from one person so depending on the different aspects of my life i have different mentors so for instance for ministry my mentors include people like pastor our father in the lord Bishop Oyudipo, Apostle Joshua Selman, Apostle Aromel Sai, and even my pastor here, Pastor Zakia Soyubafu. When it comes to transformational leadership, I have mentors like Dr. John C. Maxwell, I have Dr. Sam Adeyemi, Dr. Miles Munroy. When it comes to relationship, I have people like Dr. Kingsley Oconcourt. When it comes to business and branding, I have the likes of Dr. Stephen Akintayo, um, Pastor Myron Golden. So it's just tied to different aspects. I have different mentors wow. for different things that I want wow. to do.
0: This is so good. And most of these guys, you know, I see them, I know them, you know, I've experienced them as well. I mean, Miles Morrow, um, you know, he really helped to give me perspective. Yes, sir. um You know, I remember when I was going to write my first book, uh you know, I, I, I don't know if the book is here or it's not here now, but, you know, it's called Customer Retention and exploration Yeah, I saw, it. I saw that book. Yeah. And I've written the fourth edition, you know, and, and I put wow. my picture. I put my picture on the second edition, and somebody said, Look, you're being too loud. I said, Look, if was Morrow has his photograph, you know, on his books, <laughs> you know, and uh just, has his picture, you know. Let me just try. And it's been it's been awesome. You know, some people they go into bookshops and, and they see my photo and say, Wow, I, I just saw your book. But if it was just my yeah so your 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 photo is um you know it, 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 it's it's uh it sells it, you know True. your picture you know so god, bible says that god created us in his own image you know mm-hmm. so yeah and so we, in his own likeness so um, yeah it's a privilege now for our listeners uh, all over the world how can they reach you if they want to connect with you because i know you have uh so much value and i don't want you just to, Hide yourself somewhere in St. Kitts and Nevis. I want <laughs> I want the world to be able to connect with you. I know you're on LinkedIn, you know, but as much as you can share, the, the ones that would not uh, you know infringe on your privacy, yeah. Because I know you're yeah, a private, I private, yeah. <laughs> this
1: is my dear brother, you are private too. <laughs> you are private in the public way. <laughs> uh well the easiest way for me is linkedin so they should just type this my name that is shown on the screen as it is that's the fastest and yeah But can you mention it
0: because some will listen to it on the audio you know
1: okay all right that means i have to spell it so there's a doctor D R and then a period as full stop and then R for run u for umbrella k for kite e for envelope v for van w for wind and then e for envelope that's the first name, Rukewe, and then you add the last name, O for Orange. So there should be a space in between. O for Orange, D for Drive, J for Jog, I for Ink, M for Mango, O for Orange, G for God, H for Hat, and then O for Orange. So O-D-G-I-M-O-G-H-O, O-G-Mogo. So that, that's the quickest way that you can reach me. Um, LinkedIn is the fastest way. If you don't find me on LinkedIn, then please find coach Adegoke Omotola and he will direct you accordingly.
0: <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Thank you so much Onyiko uh, Sinola you know for for you know she, she said giving oneself to training and said so impactful and so enriching. Uh thank, thank you so me. much for joining us. We were so delighted. Once again, my friend and my brother from St. Kitts and Nevis uh, Dr. Rukewe we has been sharing on the 104th episode of Leadership Talk with Adigoke, and we've looked at leadership and competence. Please, uh, you can follow my page, uh, Coach Adigoke Motela, to watch past episodes of uh, Leadership Talk with Adigoke, and uh, you can also uh, listen to the podcast on Apple, uh, the, the podcast past episodes on Apple, uh, and also on Spotify we're just showing up in our own little way just to touch lives all over the world. Thank you so much. Any few words that you want to share before before we sign out?
1: I just want to celebrate you, my dear brother. I want to thank God. I don't believe, I mean, um, the steps thank of you, the sir. good man, they are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. It was not a mistake that Susan, I mean, we, we, we came together that day. It wasn't a mistake, and yeah. it has been a blessing. the load.
0: platform, yeah, speaking yeah, on yeah. Um,
1: yes um, it's not a mistake I, not I, I celebrate God in your life and I thank God for what you're doing I thank God for the major steps you are taking I thank God for how he's expressing you for how he's expanding his work in your life and thank I just you. I just in addition to celebrating you it is my earnest prayer for you sir that you won't stop I mean your life will continually be like the shining light that shines brighter and brighter onto the perfect day in Jesus' name, Amen. amen. And I want to thank amen. the listeners for listening. It is always a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. God bless you. Thank you. Thank. You. What time is it in Saint Kitts now? Two thirty-four, two thirty-five now. Thirty-five 2:35. minutes past Wow, wow. wow. We are seven, seven
0: thirty-five. Yes, seven thirty-five hours difference. So, thank you everyone for joining. Have a-